Hello and welcome home. You're listening to the Tribe Abuja podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you to know and make known the truth and love of God the Father as expressed through His Son, Jesus. Let's listen to the message. One more time. Amen. Hallelujah. Can you just welcome two people beside you and just say, I'm excited to be sitting beside you today. Amen. Now, should I stay down or up? Thank you. Okay. Back first. Sorry. Okay. I want us to do something very quickly. Welcome to church, everybody. Uh, my name is Jesse Dan Yusuf. I serve as the lead pastor of the tribe assembly. And I want us to do something this morning. I'm sorry if this is going to be awkward if this is your first time, but just very quickly, can you just partner? Partner. Just, okay, no. Three tratna, three three tries. People in trees, gather in trees. Just in trees. Just three peoples. <laughs> just you guys should be three. Let's be three. Sorry, sorry, it's awkward. You guys are like, just make sure you can turn your chairs. Don't worry, you can turn your chairs. Let's 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 make it. <clears throat> Are you in threes? Who is not in? Please be looking for. Just look for. Or if there's, okay, you can you can just make it four if you're not. Who doesn't have a group? Ben, where's your group? Okay, I want us to do an exercise. Um, You're going to ask each other questions. Three questions, actually. The first one is this. And if you're you're online... That was a lie. If you're online... I don't know how you do it. Just type it in the comments. I don't... Jeremy, if you're online, just help us stewards this. Number one, the first question you should ask is, are there prayers that God has not answered? And are there prayers that you've prayed that God has not answered? You share that and you can ask why you think God didn't answer that. Let's start there before we move to the second one. First, introduce yourself so that you're not awkwardly interacting with Please tell your real names, not your Instagram handles. <clears throat> ah. Michael, can't look for a partner. Anybody that is refusing to share in your group, just tell me. So that will make the person stand. Who? Your friends. And share now. Still share. Make sure everybody has shared. 
Have you guys finished sharing? You've shared? Okay. Which group has finished? Like you shared and why you feel God did not answer? Any other group has finished? Paul, which group are you? Are you sharing? <laughs> Zikorachi, which group is he? <laughs> Okay, and are you guys done? Two more minutes. Two more minutes. Two more minutes. I don't say download your Wikipedia page. I just said prayer points. Two more minutes, please. Make sure everybody has shared. Ninety seconds. You guys are done? 60 seconds. Ini. All right. Second question. Are we ready? Are we ready? Second question. <clears throat> what prayer have you raised that God has answered? And why do you feel he answered? Did you get that? What prayer request have you made to God that he has answered? That you know this one God answered. It is not you know God answered his prayer and you could share why you feel he answered alright go you don't have to if you feel God has not answered your prayer before you don't have to lie just say that You and Mark Foss should share your prayer request. Three more minutes.
One minute left. Ini. You guys are done. You guys are done. Which other group is done? You guys are done. Okay, 30 seconds left. Yeah, not I mean Now, the last question. Are we ready? The last question. Are we ready? Are we ready? What is the one thing you're really trusting God for right now that you love for Him to answer your prayer? And you could share why. Was that one thing? So you could just share that amongst yourself. One thing you are trusting God for. Trusting God for transition, trusting God for resources, trusting God for peace of mind, your mental health. Trusting God for. Have you guys? You're thinking, okay. <laughs> it depends on you if you want to share it. You can share. Two more minutes, guys. your group has finished sharing can you just do this for me can you lock hands and pray over the prayer points you guys have raised if everybody in your group has shared and just pray over every point just pray over every point and just agree in faith And how you're going to pray is say, Lord, thank you for answering so so and so's prayer points. Thank you for healing. Thank you for restoration. are praying in Jesus name so don't put confidence in yourself put confidence in the name of Jesus agree in prayer Once your group is done sharing, just agree in prayer and just trust that the Lord is answering your prayers.
Come on, if you're online, just pray as well. You're with us in spirit. Three more minutes. Let's pray. keep thanking the Lord for answered prayers. start rounding up and just thanking God for answered prayers. Father, we thank you. Thank you for answered prayers. Thank you, Father. Jesus name we pray in Jesus name we pray father I thank you for all the prayer requests your children have laid out this morning they are answered in the mighty name of Jesus amen 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 hallelujah now you're wondering why did we do that I have no idea as well okay no idea um, I wanted to number one encourage you guys Number two, I said something last week that often people come here and they want to see the pastor perform. So a church gathering is no different than a whiskey gathering for some because you think that you're just coming to see somebody perform. But I've told you that the Lord told us this year that this is the year of what? One more time. This is the year of... This is the year of movement. This is the year of the move of God. And we said we are not waiting for a move of God, that we are, tribe, I need your response. We are not waiting for a move of God, we are the move of God in Jesus' name. Amen. So you don't come here waiting for a pastor to perform. Because often we've treated our relationship with Christ as if we are sport fans. So look at them, look at them, look at what they're doing. See Michael singing. Look at them. Hey, you just... Do you understand? You stand in the, what's that thing called? Stadium seats. Bleaches. Bleachers, I be bleaches. Bleachers. No vest. I no go. This, you, you stand in the bleachers and you watch, you watch the people that are playing the game. Do you know the people that know the game more than anybody? People that are watching. <laughs> At home. Say, ah, see this guy. Um, I don't know sports very well, but see um, the ones that are raining now. Harry Maguire or something. <laughs> Sorry, I had to name drop down too. 
you know, Harry Maguire, Maguire, do you understand? Like, you know, Sabi, whatever, blah, blah, blah. For instance, um, we did not hear what last week because Arsenal won. Do you understand? By imagine of. For now, they are top of the table. For now. We'll see. Here's the point. Many of us, we just stand and we spectate. Meanwhile, God is saying that he wants you to participate in his move. We stand and we just see what God is doing. And we stand on the sidelines. We criticize, complain, but we don't participate. Meanwhile, God is inviting you to not just watch what is happening, but to play the game as well. Amen. God is calling you to be his move on earth, not be, not watch his move on earth. God is calling you to be part of his move on earth. So that's what we've been praying for for the past nine and a half months in the tribe of Abuja, that we are the move of God, that we are not waiting for the move of God, that we are the move of God, that we are not going to wait for an apostle, a pastor, a teacher to show up, then Jesus will show up. But that you know you have access. And that you know that God has called you to be part of what he's doing here on earth. And that you participate because he has given us all power, all authority. Glory to God. The command to go is not, hey, apostles, go into the world and make disciples of all nations. The command to go is not for pastors. It is for the body of It is for the body of Christ. Amen. The command to go, to participate in the move of God, is for everybody. So we treat church as if we are fans of God. We treat, we treat Jesus as if we are just his fans, like we are watching him perform. We are watching others play the game. And we are com- comfortable in the bleachers. Meanwhile, God has called us for so much more. Hallelujah. God has called us to participate in the game. So we say we are not waiting for a move of God. We are the move of God. This week, Eva and I were in Lagos for a conference, and our passions were just renewed. Incidentally, the, the name of the conference was Renew Lagos. But we were so inspired seeing how other ministries perform, how, other, how God is moving through other people. The temptation, never think God is only showing up in your life. Are you with me? A prophet was thinking that way. I was like, Lord, I'm your only, I'm your only prophet left. And the Lord was like, no, I will show you 7,000 that have not bowed to bow. So the Lord is not showing up only in the tribe of Abuja. Amen. We are praying that we see a greater move of God in the tribe. But if you notice, I'm very pro-body of Christ. Don't come and complain and criticize and gossip about other churches to me. Anything happens to your face, take it like that. No, I'm not violent. But I'm saying, I'm very pro-body of Christ. I'm very pro-unity, one body. That's... I believe I'm called to pray for the to and, and to pray for the peace of the body of Christ, to steward the body of Christ, pray for unity and in our nation as well. Now the tribe must be a people of God on the move of God for the glory of God. Did you hear what I said? That we must be what? A people of God on the move of God to the glory of of God. Because often we see movements start and we put people at the center of this movement. So when the person dies, what happens? The movement dies with that person. But how comes Christianity is a 2,000 year old movement? It's because if when, when people have risen to be the center of that movement, God finds a way to say, no sir, these are my people. And he puts himself back in the center. Are you with me? So, Pastor Jesse Danielsuv is not the center of this church. Pastor Jesse Danielsuv, I am a servant. What I'm doing is service. Somebody the other day was telling me, because often when they share food here, they just give us some drinks. Somebody said, um, 
I passed you enjoying, you know, see soft drink in your car. I was like, is it soft drink that is your problem? <laughs> no, 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 come, let's exchange. I'm enjoying because of Fanta. You don't know what I'm going through in my Fanta. <laughs> Just be saying things that come to your head. So I'm a servant here, first and foremost. That's why we call our team, our, our uh, volunteer team here, servant leaders. Are you with me? Servant leaders. There's nobody too big to serve in this house. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. Everybody is a servant leader. Is a servant, but you're also a leader. Amen. So you're not, if you see something that is not working, you're not waiting for someone to go and correct it. Are you with me? And do this whole them. That's how they do it. If God has called you to be part of this local assembly, God has called you to build alongside. There is no perfect church, but there are healthy churches. And healthy churches are not built by one person. They are built by the collective. Amen. We're going to go through some scriptures. We started a series last week called Expanding Territory. And it was influenced by two weeks ago when we talked about Joshua Generation. Today is episode two. Last week we talked about expanding territory through the presence of God. Today we are talking about expanding territories through the through prayer movements. Through prayer movements. So one of the reasons I made you share, you know, your prayer testimonies amongst each other is I wanted to remind you that God shows up. And I remind you that God has shown up before. And the last prayer was I wanted you to stand in faith with the person in your team, trusting that God will answer their prayer. And hopefully they will come and share their testimonies with you in the future. Amen. Because there are people here that are trusting God for a lot. School fees, rent, um, children, fruit of the womb, marriage, right? These are legitimate things that we are asking God for, asking God of, for, pardon me. And I'm hoping that in our prayers, it will not be that, oh, Pastor Jesse prayed for me and God answered. Do you understand? Next week, we don't even remember the person's name when the thing shows up. You just remember that God showed up on the 16th of October. Glory to God. A church in the New Testament that we see that was a move of God was the church in Antioch. Now, the church in Antioch was a very interesting church. Can we open to um, Acts 12? Sorry, hold on. Sorry, it's 11. Then we'll do 13. Now, just follow me. I'm going to read very fast. Acts 11 from verse 19. Now, those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to to no one except Jews. But there were some of them Men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who, on coming to Antioch, spoke to the Hellenists. The Hellenists are are Greeks, uh, are non-Jews who speak Greek. They spoke to the Hellenists, also preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. Hallelujah. And they turned to the Lord, verse 22. The report of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. Hallelujah. So they sent Barnabas to Antioch. The church is founded. I want you to notice something. The church is founded by some by who? Read the text. Just read, read the text. Who is the church in Antioch founded? Who founded the church in Antioch? 
Shall read if you say it. Say it, say it. There are no wrong answers. We'll only laugh at you. We'll... Who? Eh? It's not Barnabas. Some people. Why were you afraid to say it? It's not jam. <laughs> he said some men. Some people. Amen. And I've read this text several times. Those are only pointed out to me this week. There are people who have never gained notoriety, who have never gained fame, who their names may not be known in the history book that have been part of the move of God. Our obsession in our generation to start Instagram accounts, to start brands when God is calling us, we need to be delivered from it. Now, it's not evil. It's not bad. Here's what I'm saying. This desire to be first, this desire to be name-dropped. This church was a move of God, and it was founded by who? Some people. You know how in churches you see um, when they erect a building, when they dedicate it, you see this building was dedicated by Lord Bishop Apostle, you understand? They put, you know what I'm talking about, right? If the Antioch church were to have done something like that, the names would be some people. Look who documented the book of Acts. For some reason, only chose to remember those people as what? Some people. Some men. Let's jump to Acts 13. Verse 1. Now they were... In the church at Antioch, prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manain, a lifelong friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. Verse 2, listen. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart from me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Verse 3, let's read it together. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and they sent them off. So just like we finished fasting last month, right? While they were fasting, while they were fasting and praying, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me, Paul and Barnabas. To what? For the work to which I have called them. The church in Antioch, the sermon that we listened to that so blessed my heart was by a pastor from Houston. His name is Pastor Jeremiah. I forgot his surname. But Pastor Jeremiah, he, the, the, the church he's pastoring is a group of home churches in the city of Houston. And whenever, they've reached a, whenever they reach a certain number, they go and plant another church in homes. So imagine the way we host circuits, right? Circuits, which is our house fellowships. So let's say it grows to 20, 30 people. We'll now say, okay, um, this, or are you, since you're coming from this area, or five of you, since you come from this area, go and start in that church. And they've been blessed so much. And it so moved me so much and inspired me. But he was pointing out this. And if you know, I've preached from Acts 13, prayed from Acts 13 this year. I mean, you guys know, like, I've been praying this for for a while. Now, I want us to, to, as the sermon title was, Aiming for Antioch. I want the tribe Abuja to aim for Antioch. And these are some of the things I want us to resemble. Number one, what do we see? That people were not looking for fame, notoriety. People were looking to be the move of God. Amen? That's one characteristic. The next thing we see in chapter 13 is that they were, while they were praying and fasting, while they were what? Praying and fasting and worshiping, pardon me. The, the Lord says, the Holy Spirit says, set apart from me Paul and Barnabas for the work to which I have called them to. But the Bible says something. It says they were prophets and teachers. So it was a church where the spiritual offices and gifts were active. Amen? The spiritual offices and gifts were what? They were active. 
Now, the Holy Spirit will not force himself in on anyone. We, as a community, must say we want to see the Spirit of God move in our community. We want to see the Spirit of God move in our lives. And we will be open to being... Uh, 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 what's the word? Uh, 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 um, it starts with T. We'll be open to being a pipeline. Ah, what's the word? Conduits. It starts with C, sorry. We'll be open to being conduits of, 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 of the presence of God. Conduits of the Spirit of God. Are you with me? Amen. So, we must not see... The pastor, as he puts I'm trust me, what I'm doing here, I'm playing my part. I'm serving. I would rather not do it, but I am called for this. My prayer is that out of the tribe, God will raise apostles, pastors, teachers, prophets, evangelists. Hallelujah. And I'm looking at you. I needed that amen to be louder. Amen. <laughs> amen. Because... Like I said two weeks ago, uh, I believe our generation, the Lord has called us to be the Joshua generation, to take what our parents could not take. They may have seen the promised land, but now it is our duty to inhabit our inheritance, to possess the promises of God. Amen. Our church, this community must be a community where the presence of God is stewarded, the offices of of, of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit are active. And it starts with you just showing up and saying, yes, Lord, I will be your move. I'm not waiting for your move. I will be your move. Glory to God. Now, because this topic is called Expanding Territory Through Prayer Movements, God often, when he wants to do something, he starts to stir the hearts of his children to to prayer. He starts to stir the hearts of his children to prayer. And what he's doing is inviting them to be aware of what he's doing. Amen? And to partner with him in prayer so that he gives them wisdom, he gives them power for the work that he has called them to. So he stirs us in prayer to be aware, to start uh, uh, enjoying him, to start a communion, koinonia, to start fellowshipping with him in prayer, communicating with him, so that we are what? Aware, so that we are not unintelligent, so that we are not on uh, 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 What's the other one? Synonym. You guys get it. Ignorance. Thanks, babe. We are not ignorant of what God is doing. We are not ignorant of the move of God. Amen. A man in the Bible called Jabez, First Chronicles 4, 10, 9 and 10. The Bible tells us that his name, Jabez, was called, he was, he was called Jabez because the Hebrew word is, in, uh, is close to pain. The Bible tells us his mother bore him in pain and he was named after the condition he was born in. But, and the Bible tells us he was an honorable man. But it seems his name followed his life story. And he was like, no, I serve the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the Bible tells us that Jabez called upon the Lord and he said, oh, Lord, that you will bless me and expand my territory, as the NLT puts it. Oh, Lord, that you will what? Bless me and expand my territory. Now, if, like we prayed earlier, that we want more of God, Or let me just be clear. Is anybody satisfied with your life? Anybody? Like, you you love your life right now. Well, how many of us want more? Now, the prayer that I believe God is inviting us to is to pray this prayer of expanding territory. And say, oh Lord, that you will bless us. And what? expand our territory that you change our story and that we experience more of you but it starts with prayer amen it starts with what prayer that you know that where i am right now i'm not supposed to be there i can be more because i serve a god of more 
I serve God of abundance. I serve a God of abundance. I serve a God who is infinite. I serve a God who is all-powerful, all-knowing. And I know because I am his child, where I am, he has said that greater things than this, than he has done, that I will do. And through prayer, I'm asking that, Lord, you change my life's story. I'm asking that, Lord, you expand my borders. I'm asking that, Lord, that you expand my territories. Hallelujah. If we were all to share our stories here today, entrepreneurs, you want more in your business. Many of us who are career professionals, you want to advance in your career. You, um, many of us who are married, you want more from your marriage. You want more from your life. But it starts with prayer for the children of God. Amen. It starts with prayer. So God is inviting us this morning, the tribe Abuja community, to prayer. To move from spectators to participants. And the only way is through prayer. I don't care how far you feel you are from God. This morning, this morning, God is inviting you to fellowship with him. And it starts with prayer. Listen, it's as simple as saying, Lord, here I am. Now, so many of us, I don't, maybe you're a new Christian, and you may not have the vocabulary of prayer. You see somebody come here, and he's saying words you've never heard in your life. <clears throat> Calling the seventh heavens, and no, 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 forget all of that. The first thing to do is what? Show up and just say, Lord, here I am. Amen. If you don't know what to pray, pray Psalm 23. Pray the Lord's Prayer, our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. You pray that prayer. Then you study. You understand? You go into the word, you dig, you find treasures in the word, and you start praying it in your life because God wants you to grow. Hallelujah. Paul was praying for the efficient church. He said, I pray you will comprehend with all the saints the height, the depth, how uh, 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 wide and deep his love is. And then, you will be filled with the fullness of God. God, who is all-knowing, all-powerful, omniscient, who is infinite, Paul is saying we will be filled with his fullness. That's a prayer I want in my life. That's a prayer I want to see in our church. That we are a people of God on the move of God, filled with the fullness of God. Glory to God. Kaib, I need your response now. Or is it so deep that you people are just... Or is it the weather? I need your response, you know. Feedback. Glory to God. Jabez prayed that prayer because he said he wanted more from life. And the Bible says that God answered him. The NLT said, no, ESV said, and God granted what he asked. Do you know, wishing for a better life is not the same thing as praying for a better life. The amount of testimonies I've had this year alone. Just prayer. How God has kept me and my family. I'm inviting you to partake in that move of God. In Exodus 3.9, the Lord was telling Moses, when he was calling him to go to Egypt, he said, I've heard the cries of my people. He said, I've seen their oppression, and now I'm sending you to Pharaoh. But it's very interesting. He said, I have heard the cries of my people. Do you know this verse is very special to me because it's so weird. In Some years ago, when I was looking for an internship in a very prestigious IT firm here in Abuja, it was one of those firms that they said, um, you needed connection. Your connection needs connection. To get, you guys know what I'm talking about. You're in Abuja, you know what I'm talking about. Your connection needs connection to get that place. And I, I was like, I really need to serve there. Just in prayer, um, sorry, in Bible study, I was, I was reading this, and I came upon this text. I saw it. Literally, I closed my Bible and started to pray. That night, I had a dream that... <clears throat> I met with the CEO. I've shared this testimony several times. I met the CEO of the company. This was a Monday night. I just said, okay, I'm going to visit the company the next day. I haven't forgot about the dream. 
I went to the company on Tuesday, on Wednesday, pardon me. They, they said they are the gates, you know, gates men. Eh? <laughs> they said, uh, what am I doing here? You know, harassed me, that what, what I should leave here, that um, there's no space. And his staff was going out for lunch, and I was about to turn and go. And said, what do I want? I said, I want to, I'm looking, I'm, I just came for inquiries to ask if there's space here. He just looked at me. He said, where's your CV? I said, let me go and um, photocopy it. He said, no, 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 he'll photocopy it for me. I was like, okay. He went, did a photocopy. He doesn't know me from Adam. Went to the HR, submitted my CV, and they said there's no space. But that he will look for a company for me. This guy does not know me from anywhere. Anywhere. Then he said there was no space. I went back home sad. On Thursday night, this was Wednesday, Thursday night he called me that they want me to resume the following Monday, that I should come and collect my acceptance letter. Now, remember the dream I met that I said I saw the CEO. Like in my nine months there, I actually met the CEO, but it's because he was eyeing me because I was doing something wrong. So we never, <laughs> we never really interacted. I, let me say the company. I don't know. How many of you know Galaxy Backbone? Yeah, so Galaxy Backbone, apparently, like, you should know somebody. So people always thought I knew, like, maybe one of the senators from Plateau State or something. I was like, should I be saying this on camera? Cancel everything you heard just now. It's a company, an IT firm. Anyway, um, but that's my testimony. And it really impacted my life for the period of time I was there. I don't know anybody from anywhere. All I knew, I saw this verse. I prayed it. I dreamt I met the CEO. And someone that does not know me from anywhere did not collect money from me. I've tried to interact with him recently, Seth. He doesn't even send my life. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying, right? Like, God listens to his children's prayers. Are you with me? If you want ex to expand territory, if you want to grow in your life, pray what God has said concerning you. Glory to God. There's a story in the Bible where David had come back from war and where he had left his family, he and his, his men left his family. <clears throat> they had come to attack and take everything from, from him. The Bible tells us that David, his men who loved him so much, because, you know, never touch a man's wife and property. If you like, be friends from day one. Wife and property. The Bible says, they met, David's men spoke of stoning him. Do you know how angry they must have felt? But the Bible tells us that David said, ask for the ephod. The ephod is one of the devices the priests use when they want to interact with God. He asked for the ephod. And he went, the Bible tells us, he went to inquire of the Lord. In other words, he went to pray. And he said, Lord, should I go and attack? And the Lord said, surely you shall go and you shall overtake them. There are many situations in our lives that the enemy is stealing from you. But we just sit down and we say, uh, 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 let me say it. We just say it's, it's, it's inshallah. Like it's just, okay. God God has gone. What, what will happen will happen. Serious? No, sir. Tribe, are you with me? David inquired of the Lord. David inquired of the Lord. Shall I pursue? The Lord said, pursue, overtake, and you will surely destroy them. God moves with our prayers. Amen. There are things in your life you should not permit at all. Your family may be going through a season they should not be going through. Stand up and pray. You're using earthly wisdom. Oh, no, this uncle, she talks any, he talks anyhow. No, if you know Auntie Mildred, oh, there's no Mildred here. If you touch her, um, no, it's Wahala from her. Stand up and pray. Take possession of your family. Take possession because peace is yours. Unity is yours. Take possession of your marriage, of your children. Are you with me, tribe? Expand territory through prayer. Glory to God. 
Now, Pastor Jeremiah mentioned two things. He said that there are two types of churches. There is an upper room church and a lower room church. And he characterized the church in the New Testament as an upper room church, particularly the ones in Acts. The upper room church is known for prayer. The lower room church is just known for programs and persons. So you come to church because Michael is going to lead worship today. You come to church because Pastor Jesse is the one preaching. So you only gather because of a person or a program. When there's a billboard, that's a lower room church. And that's, that's going to be the extent of your relationship with God. An upper room church is a church that I'm hoping that we will become. That when Jesus was leaving, he said, tarry in Jerusalem, wait in Jerusalem, and the power of the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And then you'll be what? My witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, Samaria, and to what? The rest of the world. You'll be my witnesses in Abuja, in Nigeria, and then the rest of the world. But what did he do? When, what, what did Jesus say? What did he mean when he said they should wait? Waiting is not actively doing nothing. Is waiting in anticipation, in expectation that God is about to do something, right? I've used the analogy of service people in restaurants. They are waiting to take your orders. So they are not standing idly by. Amen? But they are waiting with expectation. And I believe God is asking us to also stand by him, waiting to see what you do. So a characteristic of an upper room church is prayer. So prayer, worship, fasting. We fasted last month. Um, our next fast is next year. But while we wait, what are we going to be doing as a community? We will be praying to be participants of the move of God. We'll be praying because we are a people of God on the move of God to the glory of God. And we will become an upper room church. An upper room church, like the church in Antioch, that had officers, um, people, um, the offices and the gifts of the Spirit present and active. Amen. Is everybody with me? That's the church I'm praying that we will become. That we will expand territory in marriages. By the grace of God, we will see more marriages this year. Amen. <laughs> yeah, one of us getting married next weekend. Woo! Amen. Expanding territory. Thank God is a guy bringing um, the girl because we've lost like how many? Tribesmen. They have work. Hmm? How many? Okay, it's just one. We didn't lose anyone. Do you know Eva likes feeling she's righteous? Which one is we didn't lose anyone? Yeah, we didn't lose anyone. Are you happy? Okay. But expanding territory, I believe that in, in the area of business, finance, in our ministry, in marriages, we will see healthier homes and healthier marriages. We will be held, we will have mental wealth. Hallelujah. That we will see prosperity in our minds, in our souls, in our bodies, in our communities. But I want us to be a praying house. Hallelujah. It starts with prayer. It starts with prayer. God is not going to just force himself on us. You will, make, you will get into heaven, oh, fine. But there's so much you should have done with your life that you're not aware of and that you're not doing because you've, not, you've chosen to be a spectator and not a participant. So God wants you to be his move on earth. God wants us to be his move on earth. Hallelujah. Earlier this year, I shared about a story about the Moro Morovian prayer movement, which is a hundred-year prayer movement where a community was praying for a hundred years. I think Moravia is in Eastern Europe, I believe. But for a hundred years, it happened when um, a man, um, this rich man, let me see if I remember the story correctly, this rich man um, took in some refugees and they were Christians and I think there were two 
denominations or two factions in that community. And somehow, prayer started. And it became a 24 hours prayer. And in that community, they've been praying. For, they were praying for over 100 years. To the point that at the 100 year mark, they were praying for revival. And they sent out missionaries from that community. Just like the Upper Room Church. Just like the Antioch Church. Amen. So my prayer is that as many of you, Japa, amen. I'm not saying go and be pastors. <laughs> Somebody gave, Larry, why did you smile like that? There was a smile you gave like that. There was, there, as many of you leave, you're not leaving. You're leaving to go and find community or at least plant community. Are you with me? That you're living as a move of God. You're not just living to escape poverty. Hallelujah. My prayer is that we will see our homes as places that host the presence of God. We will see our communities, our offices as places that host the presence of God. And that we are sent out from this community into these spaces. That's my prayer for us. And that's a prayer I'm hoping that we start praying. That just like Acts 13 said, while they were praying, worshiping, and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart from me, Paul Barnabas. So the Holy Spirit will be calling you and setting you apart for the work that he has called you to do. Hallelujah. So what is the next prayer movement? The next prayer movement is the one that we are going to start today. I know we've been praying every day, 6 a.m., Something happens interesting. January, we had a high number of people showing up every 6 a.m. to pray. Once the fast ended, God answered your prayers. You got better jobs. She said yes. Like, whatever. God showed up. And you left him. Then September, you're not old, Pastor Jesse said we should be praying to the end of the year. You showed up for 21 days. Then the numbers. But you're going to show up tomorrow. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) You're going to show up tomorrow. Amen. Amen. But, okay, here's the thing. We pray every 6 a.m. For 30 minutes, 6 a.m. to 30, 6 6 a.m. to 6.30. We pray online on MixLR. But for the next few months, we are going to be praying to be the move of God in our homes, in our communities, in our offices, in our businesses, hallelujah, in our marriages. We're going to be praying for expanding territories. Glory to God. But there's a special set of people I want to call. After this service, if what I'm saying is resonating with you, I just I don't want all of you because I know not everybody will show up. I just want one person. We are two already. By marriage, Eva cannot say no. So I just need a third person. If this is resonating with you, I'm starting a prayer training. And you want to be part of praying for the tribe. I'm praying for where I believe God is leading us over the next few months. Just after service, just come and wait here. So that I will interact with you. Amen? You don't have to be a prayer warrior. I'm just going to speak to you and introduce you to what I believe God is calling us to do. God is calling us to become. Hallelujah. But here's the assignment I want to give all of you. Pastor Jeremiah shared a powerful testimony and strategy that they use in your church. So I told you they do house churches, right? So what they do is, every third Sunday of the month, they host house parties like we do. They host house parties. But their house parties, they invite people that don't come to church. So it's food now, do you understand? If you tell your co-worker in the office, come to church, they'll be like, you're weird already. I don't want to go to your weird church, do you understand? They may not say it out loud, but, you know, they may say that. But people hardly turn down food. Right? 
what we've been doing at the tribe is we've been hosting house parties. We've just been enjoying each other's companies and food, which is fine. But one thing that Pastor Jeremiah said he did is everybody writes out names of five people that are close to them but far from God. Did you hear that? Five people that are close to them but far from God. Then they have a wall that they write it out. And they just be praying. They are praying over that person for the month. They are praying over that person for the month. Praying over that person. And this person encounters God. Often, when this person comes, you know, he eats, <laughs> you know, and they enjoy food. But they see what a godly community is like. They say, oh, is this what Christianity is about? Jesus, of course, not the food. But they are introduced into the community and the relationship and the love of Christ that is seen within these people. They want to be part of that. So often, the people that now give their lives to Christ, the person that has been praying, let's say Oluchi has been praying for five people, right? The names Oluchi gives. If one person gives their life to Christ, it's Oluchi that will baptize that person. Which is very beautiful. Do you understand? Now, I'm not saying we'll copy that exactly, but here's one thing I know. We cannot continue recycling church members. Do you understand? Do you know sometimes people come here and they say, Pastor Jesse, um, I'm still thinking about being your church member. You people don't dance a lot. And, and in my head, I'm like, can go to where they dance now. Nobody's forcing you. People often do like they're threatening me with membership. I've said it several times here. I'm not interested in church poaching. There are churches where their form of evangelism is leave your church and come to my church. That's not what God has called us to. Evangelism is introducing Jesus to people who have never known him before. Who don't know him as their Lord and Savior. Amen, tribe. Now, that work must be done through prayer. So the prayer movement that we're going to start here, as well, we're going to continue our 6 a.m. prayers. But if you feel you're resonating with what I'm hearing, I just need one person. If more come, that will be beautiful. Just wait after service. We're going to do some prayer trainings, and we're going to be praying over the next few months for our community and to see how we can reach the lost in the city. Amen. I want you to do an exercise for me. If you have your notes, if you have, or bring out your phone notes, let's do this thing that Pastor Jeremiah does in his community. I want you to write out five people, I mean your friends, co-workers, that are close to you, but don't know Jesus yet. And what you're going to be doing is in your prayer time, in your prayer closet, you're going to be praying over this person. You're going to be praying over this person. So just write out their names. I mean people who are close to you but far from God. It could be a loved one. It could be a father, a mother, a brother who is struggling with addiction. It could be you know, a friend from one of your day ones from uni. Just write out their names. Don't overthink it. Just, just write out their names. Just write out their names. And over the next few weeks, what you're going to be doing is just praying over them. We're going to be praying over them. We're going to be praying over them. People who are close to you, but far from God. Please, if you're online, participate in this as well. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you were blessed by the message. To listen to more, consider subscribing, sharing, and rating the podcast. We love you.